Hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith? I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com? Huh. No shit. Whoa. Hey, everybody. It's another episode of Supple Boys. I'm one of two Supple Boys. Griffin Sheridan. Welcome to another episode. Ethan is not joining me for this portion of the show. You'll hear him a bit later. Uh, but actually, this week, we're joined by our very first guest, our very first honorary Supple Boy. I'm very happy to have my friend and fellow creator, Micah, maybe, on the show. Micah, what's up? Bro? I've never had an intro like that before. Hey, you've never been on a fucking podcast hosted by me before. I've never been in the podcast presence of a supple boy. That's me, and uh, and you are now an honorary member of of that grouping right there. Do I get a badge? We don't have badges just yet. We're working on it. We do have uh, little virtual emojis. Uh, Ooh, that's a lie. But that would be cool. Oh, you got me all excited for no reason. <laughs> it's a bit. I, can I'm I sorry. design you? Can I make you? A badge. The fuck yeah. Of course. You'll have to pay me, but I'll... <laughs> I have no money. We do this all for free. Uh, yeah. So, it's Isn't cool. The, it's cool. The, the curse. The curse of working as an artist is yeah, that nobody gives a shit, to, even yeah. though everybody loves art and loves watching TV shows and movies and reading books and stuff, but for some reason oh, people no, are I like... Oh, no, I hate those things. Oh, those... They do suck. Yeah. They do, because so, they take yeah, up a lot of your time. Yeah, they are bad. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, like, if I was, like, locked down in my house for several months, Yeah. the last thing I would want to do is watch movies or TV shows or read no, books. No, I would just want to eat hot chips and drink water. And stare out the window. Yeah, I do like <laughs> window staring. <laughs> it's pretty good most of the time. Well, uh, we, uh, I'm super, I, I've been, I've been wanting to have a guest on and I made sure that I wanted to have you on at some point because, uh, ever since we, uh, we met, um, real quick, little tangent, that our little origin story, we met on a, uh, the set of a 48 hour short film contest. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that was back in 2017, 2018, 20, I think it was like January it, yeah. it was January, so I think it was maybe January 2018. 2018. Like, we'd just come out of 2017, so yeah. that would have been our sophomore year? You're older than I am. My sophomore year, maybe your, your freshman year? year? It was I my freshman remember. year. Okay, cool. Uh, Which means, yes, I'm eight years old. <laughs> the The audience knows. They know that, well, we're supple, so we right. have to be, we're, we are we're quite fresh. young that's and that's my of... mustache is still wet <laughs> <laughs> your mustache is looking great usually you Thanks. usually for most of the time i've known you you've you've sported a uh, a nice flowing mane and you still have a little bit you yeah. just you cut it not too long ago right or, no, or a few I was months in a ago show. i was mm-hmm. doing a show uh where i played uh, a jewish playwright um mm-hmm. right after the show where i was playing a crack addict okay. so there was a bit of a change that needed to happen kind of personally for me to make totally. sure I could get out of the crackhead and into the playwright. 
<laughs> so you chopped off a couple of inches. Hey, but you yeah. still look great. You still look Thank great. Thank you very right. much. I take I take great pride in my hair. It's hard to pull off just the mustache, but you absolutely do it, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, I was scared. I tried it last summer and it didn't work. I hey, did it for like a little bit. All good things come to those who I had to keep practice. trying to grow out their mustaches. Yeah. Well, uh, not all good things. Mm. I don't know. That's that's up for debate. We'll table it for later. Okay. Uh, okay. But we were working on a uh, 48-hour short film contest. We were both acting in it, uh, directed by the wonderful Kyle Matchmay, my yeah. roommate and great friend uh, and eventual Oscar winner. Um, oh, yeah. Can't wait to see what he does. Uh, if he doesn't and... cast me in it, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> he deserves it more than anybody, 100%. Good, good, good. Um, honestly, honestly, such a good guy. A hundred percent. I can't, he'll probably be on the show at some point too. And I can't, yeah. um, put me on an episode with Kyle. I will, man. I it's just will. Kyle and I, you guys aren't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. If we ever can't make it, we'll see if we can make that happen. Cause I think that would be fun. I would love um, that. so we were, we were acting in it. Uh, it involved us playing the two different sides of the brain. I was yeah. the left side. You were the right. It was a whole lot of fun. It won best editing. That was cool. Yeah. You threw me uh, across the table. I did. Fuck we yeah. We both got nominated for Best Actor for that competition. Oh, shit. Yeah. That is true. I actually didn't totally win. fucking forgot about that. We definitely did not win. We didn't win. <laughs> uh, so we, we met doing that. And uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for both of us, but I, I, I definitely think that we clicked uh, and felt kind of got in the same sort of wavelength creatively and realized. Or Micah, you're making a face. What do you got to say? Well, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, that's You're not right. true. I totally agree. I totally agree. We, I, were just, I, we were just there. Everyone else was like super kind of focused and like really trying to make a thing that was good. And we were exclusively there to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I was pulled in kind of last minute. Uh, yeah, Kyle me too. Me to do it. And, and, um, and so, yeah, we were both kind of there all day, right? That's the, the way it goes with these these yeah. short film challenges. And so we were there all day shooting. Uh, and I remember um, we had to drive back downtown to uh, to drop you off at your place down there. And that's yeah. like a 25-minute drive. And, uh, yeah, and on that drive down, I was like, fuck, yeah, this dude's the best. Well, uh, we found out that you went to high school with my childhood best friend. I remember oh, that. Fuck, yeah, I totally forgot about that. That's yeah. crazy. So you guys were like in in high school at the same time in the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. He was a year above me. You're a year above me. Uh-huh. But we both grew up downstate Michigan. That is weird. I totally forgot about that connection. Small yeah. world. Uh, Small but that's yeah. That's uh that's how we met. And uh, since then, we just kind of been getting together every once in a while and just talking about the shit that we're working on. Yeah. And uh, honestly, every once in a while. Yeah. It's no. Like, it's because. We're talking, this is the first time that we're actually, like, talking, talking, I think in, yeah. like, a year? Maybe and a, since and some when change. you came up to visit last Not, summer? because last year you came down, I think, in March mm. or something mm-hmm. like that, for just a, just a minute. I came down to see uh, Imaginary Invalid, because my friend yeah. Alyssa was in it. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. and we went and got dinner afterwards, and we chilled uh, yeah. at my place. Yeah, you, you, Kyle, Sam and I, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, and so that was the last time. But no matter what, I'm always keeping my eyes peeled for the next thing that Micah maybe is working on, uh, oh, because I, I love your shit, that. man. And Thanks, man. I'm super excited to talk with you about your process 
and uh, how you feel being a uh, young creative in this crazy, crazy, upsetting world <laughs> that we live in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how and how the sort of recent stuff has affected you in in that way in particular. Um, sure. So you like uh, we were saying this actually uh, before we started recording uh, because. You have no fucking idea what you're doing when it comes to getting an audio recording going, I guess, no, Micah. No, it's true. No, not, the, honestly, not a clue. Just the fucking worst. And that I, is because... It's not my... It's because I do I do video <laughs> and I do stage. And you can't ask me to know how to do anything else. <laughs> let's start Let's start with video. <laughs> um, because I'm so sorry for that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. No worries. Bits are welcome on the show. No, Every... I've been told I can't do bits anymore. No, fuck I that. was told no more comedy. I'm I'm all about all the bits. Supple boys. The first the first tagline, the first catchphrase is like what you like. The second one is bits welcome. It's like the fucking characters welcome on USA. You but just it's made that bits. up. You just made that up. That wasn't a bit that you you don't know. You don't yeah, know. No, I, you don't know. Of course, your own I just tags. I just made it up. Yes, of course I did. But. Let's talk about your video stuff. You got a YouTube oh, yeah. channel that people should check out. You're just on there. Just just Micah, maybe. Hi. So go to the YouTube channel. And you make, I guess, what I would call, or at least uh, for the past few months at least, uh, what I would call like micro content. Uh, micro Micah content is, yeah. is what you should trademark. Uh, and you're welcome for that suggestion. No, I already I bought it. I got it. It was, t- it was $12. Oh, damn. For the year or like ever? Oh, of time okay cool all of, all of forever <laughs> well oh, wonderful sorry about my chair squeaking there that's all right someone in the far future also named micah who makes micro content is gonna be like what the fuck oh, god man. that motherfucker <laughs> um, um making micro content just yeah. last week i ripped my toenail off of my big toe Oof, on purpose no oh, okay cool no, just just not. happened Okay. Yeah, I was doing I was doing some physical comedy, which we all know I'm. I that's my it's my your main favorite interest. Thing. Uh-huh, that's uh-huh. not true. That's not even half true. I don't really <laughs> want to make that joke. Um, but we all know that I flail my body around, uh, mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. doing that, and then I lost my toenail. <sighs> brutal, brutal. Thanks. I once lost my uh, thumbnail. Ooh. thumbnail playing oh, baseball damn. like the jock i am i'm a cool sports yeah. guy you can't fuck with me <laughs> yeah six five long flowing black hair big beard down mm-hmm. to his belly button he's jacked mm-hmm. he's got two left feet but we don't hold that against him <laughs> so tell would you would you agree with that micro content is that a cool um, a good enough word to use or i mean that wasn't necessarily like the intent mm-hmm. uh I guess so. Should I should I go back to like last winter when that this whole thing kind of started? Absolutely, man. All right. So I was living in Chicago for a while, um, doing the theater thing. Uh, like a year after we met, so we met towards um, my, the end of my time in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. I came back to Traverse City for a couple of weeks, uh, and I did this whole season of a web show. Um, mm-hmm. that I like wrote and produced and that was like proper length that was like or like proper internet length quote unquote sure. um so like the shortest episode was 12 minutes the longest was 18 mm-hmm. um but that kind of felt more like a you know how adventure time always splits their episodes in half mm-hmm. um so it's like 15 minutes each um yeah. 
but you're getting a different storyline. That was kind of like the the rule that I was following for that series. Um, but then uh, I moved to Chicago, started doing theater, mm-hmm. uh, finished a show, didn't want to be in Chicago anymore, so I came back to Traverse City. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came back here, I was bored enough to, on my own, just with my camera and a tripod uh, and essentially a notebook, just like put together this stupid, dumb, ridiculous little news show. <laughs> um, it was. It had to be under a minute so that it could uh, be looped on Instagram. That was my idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would also put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I called it <clears throat> Stinko News. <laughs> and it blew up. I was a billionaire overnight. No. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did maybe uh, four or maybe like 12 really, really short episodes that weren't actually news, that were actually mm-hmm. just me screaming into my camera. And I don't think you could call that a show. I mm-hmm. only called it a show because I started each of these little one-liners by yelling, eh, welcome to Stinko News! <laughs> and then I would deliver the whatever joke I wrote. Iconic, if you ask me. No, yeah, people that like <laughs> I don't know do say that to me. Oh, hell They'll yeah. be like, oh my god, Stinko News! And I'll be like, I, ha- you, I wish you didn't say that out loud to me right now. <laughs> uh, but that lasted from like January to... May Mm -hmm. um, of what year are we in? So 2019 last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was like the first time I did kind of like mini content, uh, just like bite sized little dopey stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And should I talk about the thing that I'm doing now? Yeah, absolutely, because I feel like it's kind of evolved from that into, did you like doing that? Did Because it's interesting that you picked it to, like, work on Instagram, right? Uh, because yeah. it's cool to see somebody making content specifically for a platform like that, specifically for a very, you know, a, a social media platform first and foremost before it is a source of, like, content. Sure. Um, and so that's super interesting to me. Uh, would you say that you have enjoyed doing that? Cause I feel like it's kind of turned into like your shtick in a sense because yeah, you are, unfortunately whether... it kind of has, well, I, I don't know if you have to say unfortunately, cause I, I fucking dig it. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it's fun. It definitely, I feel sometimes it puts me in a box. Sure. Um, so with this new project I'm working on, I'm mm-hmm. calling it a minute late and it's kind mm-hmm. of like my new I'm, I'm older now. I've kind of been doing some work that I'm actually kind of really proud of mm-hmm. um, in my theater and in kind of like my digital uh, art and photography and, and videography where I'm like, mm-hmm. I can now do what Stinko News wanted to be, which mm-hmm. was initially my concept was a late night sketch show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted like the news to kind of be the opening monologue but then I would throw characters in there and I would throw like improv bits in there. And you can see some of those in some different places. Uh, you can see some really obvious, like uh, Monty Python ripoffs that I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's like, I have 
someone who I'm working with and my partner, Kristen, she is like so far been the one behind the camera doing all of like the camera work instead of it just having to be a still shot me alone in yeah. my shower or in the middle of a field or whatever it was. I find that that's, that's the gateway really to making some really good fulfilling stuff is doing it with at least one more person. Yeah, having, um, having someone it, else that I can work with and bounce ideas off of has been uh, artistically life-changing. No, it's, I, th- I think even down to like, if you're like a, a solo artist, right? If you're like a prose writer or whatever, you're writing a novel right. and it's just you. Which I am. I think you need to have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of and talk to mm-hmm. and somebody that you trust their sort of creative opinion. Yeah. Um, and of course the supple folks, our audience, they'll know that, uh, that is exactly what Ethan and I are is just, um, and we've decided to sort of team up and do it just together the whole way. Right. And right. I think because we very quickly realized that we had that sort of connection and had that bounce, uh, off of each other that would, you know, that we would sort of, uh, leapfrog, uh, with each other to the next, to get to no the best possible version of something. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we just fell in love with that process and now it's, 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 uh, supple boys ride or die. Right. Um, yeah. and, uh, so it's so cool to hear that thanks to collaboration, you've, you've been able to take this thing that you love to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels it, when, when you get it right, it feels good. Oh, fuck you know? yeah, it does. Like yeah, you absolutely. can, you can look at a product that you've made that you, you could, you could do it with podcasting. You could listen through your episode and be like, God, that's just not good. Of course. Like it, that just doesn't. That doesn't feel like something I'm I'm proud to put out, mm-hmm. uh, and like we had this issue with this. Okay, so this show a minute late, this kind of new stinko news, this new uh, late night sketch show that's just like completely absurdist, completely ridiculous, mm-hmm. um, like absolutely letting the poet in me, the actor in me, the playwright in me, like the actual artist of the like that I I, I try to be at least, mm-hmm. um, like out of its cage instead of just trying to be like i'm making one minute little silly news content on instagram totally. it's mm-hmm. like i am making something that i'm putting thought into and like building a world and building characters mm-hmm. uh so if you if you watch a minute late on my uh youtube channel uh mike and maybe you can you can see this character bag boy fuck uh, yeah so, who is just a, a guy with a bag on his head uh-huh. who just does stuff. Mm-hmm. The first episode, it was kind of like his introduction, and it was me just like yelling into my phone as a microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, this is Bag Boy. Bag Boy is the fucking end of the world, whatever <laughs> I said. Yeah. Uh, and then his second episode that we did of A Minute Late, it's just him vacuuming. Mm-hmm. So it's just totally like flipping it on its head. Um, but it's like this character that I'm working on in my head yeah. and like, he means something to me and he's like, eventually the audience will kind of understand what's happening in his world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it's, it's pretty dark. Uh, <laughs> Fuck yeah. So getting I like to that. like have something like that, that I get to work on, but it's yeah. internet content is weird. Yeah. Like, no, I, I kind of love that you're, that you're doing that and you want to build it out into this into this thing, like at the end of the day, when you kind of, when, when we'll be able to look back at this, this arc, this story of yeah. bag boy, um, I, 
<laughs> I love it. And I love, uh, in particular, I love that you're, you're pouring so much into it and yet it is so, uh, like simple, right? Yeah. You've got it in the middle of this like minute and a half a long video. Right. And, uh, I think, in a in this world where we are working in, uh, a creative space that is all about like super serialized stuff and like yeah. massive and massive and massive amounts of world building and exposition that's needed to get into certain things and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, down to like every single detail. Uh, I love this idea that you've got here of telling this, this character's story in very, very like little bite sized bits, yeah. but that doesn't take away from how much you're pouring into it. Right. And it's, I mean, it's still just as fun, you know, because mm -hmm. getting writing 50 pages for a character is mm -hmm. very different than writing 15 seconds totally and uh, i think that's a fun creative challenge as well to is. try and get it all out there in a very short amount of time talk yeah. you know like we started saying uh, uh, on how we met those short film challenges are very unique because you're any sort of time limit of limit of course is gonna is gonna put the pressure on and uh yeah. You know, a lot of the times, depending on how much time you've got, it uh, it can hinder, of course, because yeah. then you rush and you don't take the time to think about it and everything. And your but actors are bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, those forty-eight hour film challenges. Good lord, they are they are something. Uh, yeah. But in your case, you're not dealing, of course, with a time limit in getting it out. You're dealing with a, a very set amount of time to yeah. tell the thing, right? Uh, to tell the story. And uh, I think that's cool. And I think that's I think that's unique. Well, and that's what I was talking about with like uh, feeling I, this might have been before the podcast started recording or it might not be. I don't know anymore. Mm -hmm. Time right. blurs. Uh, but like the, the feeling of putting myself into a box, mm -hmm. like I, I almost don't like that. I called the show a minute late because what if I do want to make an episode that's eight minutes long, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, the idea is that um, we like upload it in the middle of the night. It's a minute late, like you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, we've already like we put one up in the morning because like the editing failed at, in the night. So we were like, whatever, we'll just and it's, we've all had we've had two episodes already. Yeah, and that's it. And there's already like all of this that's going wrong. It happens, but, dude. I don't uh, think I've ever done anything. I don't think I've ever embarked on any sort of creative endeavor that didn't go absolutely sideways almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like that's part of the game. And usually I think it's, it's those moments. Of course, there's some, some stuff that's just technical and it sucks, but I think it's those yeah. moments of realizing, Oh fuck, I'm not prepared for this or I don't well, know what I'm doing. It's and yeah. those moments I think birth the most interesting stuff. And it's those. So we filmed for the second episode, we filmed an entire alternate episode Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we, we spent a day just like getting footage, getting clips of the bits that we liked. We tried to edit them together and we just hated the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And we were like, God damn it. What are we going to like this? We wanted to put this out tomorrow. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. Uh, and Kristen and I were just like sitting in our office, like, wow, fuck. Okay. And I was like, we just have to, we have to scrap it. We, we can't keep going on this thing that it's going to be bad. I mean, it's not mm -hmm. the quality that we want. It's not the kind of stuff that we want to be making. And then the next day we felt inspired because of that failure and learning through that, mm -hmm. that we just like made an entire episode. We like wrote all the bits day of, we, we filmed the entire thing, edited the, the, the whole thing and then put it out that next morning. 
Yeah, awesome. Uh, and that ability to sort of be able to turn on a dime and and one decide the thing you've made is not good and you don't want to put it out. Heartbreaking right. moment, right? Yeah, um, honestly. But uh, there's also a big sense of relief that comes with that because at least for me, I'm always like unsure about the thing until it's out there and and then right. oftentimes you get people responding to it and people are responding well and you're like, okay, you got like a, a sigh of relief. Um, but that moment where you realize it's not good and you have that decision of, do I even put this out is a place that of course I've been before and it fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, especially cause you've poured time and energy and emotion into it. Um, right. But I think at the end of the day, of course, all those decisions always end up being the right ones. I don't think there's ever yeah. been a time where I didn't put something out and was like, well, shit, we should have, we should have released that. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, being an artist already involves an, a level of intuition uh, and, and and yeah, right. And and sort of trusting your instincts on things. And that's that's been, I think, for me in the past couple of years, um, because I didn't write too much, um, particularly I didn't write comics a whole lot uh, before we uh, we started this gig with uh, with Ryan Stegman. Um, I can't remember if I've talked to you about this. No, I don't of course think so. the supple folks know. Well, I'll update you on on this. Uh, me and Ethan have this show, and we're dubbed the Supple Boys. That all spins out of um, a show that we do for a great man named Ryan Stegman, who is a Marvel Comics artist. Uh, oh, and... I think I saw something about this on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we do that show for him, and and of course we love comics, and we've always wanted to become book writers. Uh, and so when this opportunity came, we decided that was just the goal. Uh, and, uh, so we've been writing or trying to write comic books, of course. Um, actually, no, fuck that. We are writing comic books. Yeah, are. <laughs> are you getting paid? We are not getting paid because mm. <laughs> you never get paid. No. It's fine. It's fine because I could either be making the show for Ryan's segment for free and, uh, meeting these people and having these experiences and learning from these guys, uh, all for free, or I could be trying to do it all by myself also for free and right. not doing any of it. So the pay right. really does not matter to us in the slightest. No, we make a lot fair. of jokes on, on the show about not getting paid, but very genuinely Ethan and I could give two shits about if we got paid. Yeah. No, man, if you're making art to get paid, you're fucking up. <laughs> exactly. You're no, doing exactly. the wrong, you're making sometimes, the wrong call. you know, if, uh, if you gotta, if you gotta pay the bills, if art is your career, of course, you know, you gotta have those moments. Right. You had to put something out. Sure. Um, but I think it's usually, I think people often will look at those things and be like, Oh, that's the shit I don't like. Uh, yeah. that, I think that's actually, I think that's what happened with Nick Cage is, uh, he got into like, didn't they find out that he like <laughs> committed tax fraud or some shit and he had to like did make he? up a bunch of fucking money. So he had to do like all of those stinkers he did in the 2010s. Oh man. Remember 2010 Nick Cage? <laughs> so good though. But he, I'm sure he what a different life. It. That man won an Oscar. Remember, everybody. <laughs> Not Someone that Oscars an Oscar. or awards necessarily mean anything. Right, um, because we didn't win Best Actors when it came to a 48-hour film festival. That's true. If awards so, meant anything, we would have won that shit. Yeah, so. that's true. Both okay. of us would have won Best Male Actor. They would have said, you know what? We've decided it's, to give out yeah. two awards for this we, category. We accidentally we just... made an extra award, so Micah, you can have this one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> and Griffin, you get the you get the actual one. Micah, you get the extra one. Uh 
It's all right. We'll we'll split both of them. We'll saw them in half. We'll tape them together. Oh, uh, that's effort. a fun little conglomeration of dystopian fucking something. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> um, uh, fuck. I don't know where we were at, but um, you know, making stuff because Art. you like to make it. Yeah, the most important, important thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. Um, so with that sort of total loss of track, uh, I want I would love to talk to you about um, music because I love okay. some music and I know you love music and love you know music. what music I really love is the music that you make, Micah. Oh <laughs> shit! No way. Hey, you had a had a little effort in music. You were in a band called doughboys and i remember you guys put out this uh this ep um and i fucking loved it man and i've been sitting here waiting for more doughboys music (laughs) so the first thing i want to ask you about this is when the fuck are we getting more doughboys music are we getting more doughboys music so that's funny that you asked me about this uh my, my my dear dear friend hunter bell uh, who is the other guy in Doughboys with me. Honestly, the musical genius of Doughboys. All I did for our first uh, record that we recorded was write the lyrics, like 90% of them. Hunter even mm-hmm. wrote some of them and fixed a lot of mine. Uh, <laughs> and lead vocals. Otherwise, mm-hmm. Hunter Bell, the man himself, did all of that. Like mm-hmm. uh, He we kind of conceptualized it together and then I wrote most of the lyrics and then I sang when I was home for winter break. Mm-hmm. Um, we were both in town. We got together for a day. I laid down all my vocals and then didn't hear any of the tunes again until they were done six months later. Mm-hmm. So that project specifically like go entirely like that all goes out to Hunter, man, that, that Fuck dude, yeah. It was both of our first, like, released projects. Um, mm-hmm. We both, like, had some stuff on SoundCloud before. Um, oh, well, okay, let me kind of go back a little bit. Uh, sure. Doughboys is an, an, a two-piece indie rock group that I'm in with mm-hmm. with my friend Hunter Bell. Uh, I'm more the songwriter, vocalist. He's more the producer. Uh, but we both love it very much. So now, today, that phone call that we had what's kind of about the future of Doughboys. Oh, sweet. Um, so you're going to get a fresh scoop. Oh, uh, shit. You heard it here first, folks. It's We've been kind of talking about how Doughboys itself was a very specific kind of time in our life. Sure. Uh, like, my, my life had kind of just turned itself upside down. Um and Hunter had been a very good friend through all of the, the trauma and tragedy that I kind of went through uh, mm-hmm. as I was graduating high school and hitting early college mm-hmm. uh, that we kind of had this weird shared experience. Um, and so we wrote about it and we made music about it. Uh, and then the next, like a year and a half later, we wrote music for this live show that we were doing mm-hmm. uh it was this porch festival which is like kind of a thing around uh where it's just like people for a day will have musicians come and play on their porches and like six acts will be playing at once or however many so we have one of those in traverse city now mm-hmm. um last year was the first year 
a friend of mine was helping kind of like run the thing. So he was like, mm-hmm. hey, do you play music. Like you're in a band, right? And I was like, yeah, I am. Uh, his name is Kevin. Uh, so I was like, yes, I am, Kevin. Why do you ask? <laughs> he was like, we're doing this thing. Your band should play. And I was like, okay, I'll talk to the, the other guy about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he was in immediately. Uh, oh, yeah. So we, we put together this set. Um, and we we played a live set of, it was like 10 or 11 songs. And nice. seven or eight of them were new songs. Mm-hmm. that the only people that have heard them played other than Hunter and myself were at that concert. Mm-hmm. Um, so we put together this weird live experience thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we may end up recording those songs someday. We might not. Okay. Uh, and so it kind of right now that project lives in that moment, which is really cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm, I'm all about that. As excited as I would be for more Doughboys music. Right. I respect that so much. That, um, that felt good. You're, your first set, the Moon Songs of Captain Ion, mm-hmm. dope fucking title and fantastic cover art. If you want to shout out that artist, my friend Olivia Bishop, dude, so Olivia Bishop, such a good illustrator. Yeah, yeah, absolute, absolute plug. What's her handle? You know, she has her like person account, which is live dot the kid, and then she has her art account, which is uh, live dot the creative. So that second one has a lot of her illustrations, which are insane. Um, but that first one has also some illustrations, but like also some of her modeling stuff and just like lifestyle stuff. Sweet. She's not like an influencer by any means, but she's a good friend of mine and a very good artist. Awesome. I agree. Um, I, uh, I I love that that set so much. And we have musical interludes every episode on the show. And uh, this week's we we're not going into the minor, the musical interlude just yet. Okay. But when we get there, it's definitely going to be Dancing Bug. I love oh, that tune, yeah, dude. I, I absolutely love that tune. And you know what? I've shown your stuff to uh, a number of folks, and they love it as well. A friend of mine actually... Um, um, no, not a friend of mine. My, my, uh, my little brother. He fucking digs <laughs> it so much, man. He put it in his playlist, and uh, he's all about it. I um, think you told me about that at yeah, one man. point. Yeah, absolutely. That song um, in particular, uh, yeah, uh, there man. was a Hunter number laid of down times. A really nasty uh, guitar solo for that one. Hell yeah, I yeah. love it. I love it. So I wanna, I wanna. While we're still talking about this, I, I wanna talk about because uh, you've, you've, you've clearly, you know, delved into a number of different um, uh, alleyways uh, for uh, of art, right? You've done sure. a whole bunch of different stuff. You've, uh, you've done. Uh, your screen stuff, you've done your visual, your video work, uh, you've done acting for, for both that and the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, clearly, when it comes to music, you, you you sing, I know you play guitar, you write lyrics. So you got all those facets uh, of that. Um, and first, I want to know, do you have a favorite uh, of all of it? Um, and oh, also... Man how do you feel about jumping between all those different avenues? Uh, because I think I, I balance uh, a number of different, uh, art styles, uh, or should say art uh, mediums, yeah. um, between podcasting, uh, which I would consider it, a, a, a art medium, uh, and, uh, writing for comics and, uh, and then also writing for, um, the screen screenwriting and stuff, uh, and, uh, direction and editing, um, 
So I have a number of those, but they're all kind of in the same vein uh, a lot of the times. But yours are kind of are, are all different things, and I fucking love and respect that so much. Uh, so first, do you so have I'm, a favorite? I, well, I'm here. I'm nuts. <laughs> first and foremost, I'm crazy. I'm a proper. And that's why we love you, Micah. Yeah, I'm a bit of a nutty professor. Um, <laughs> who skips class a bit too often. Uh, I didn't once last semester, to be fair. Hey, and that was my first good. semester that I didn't do that. I was going to say, man, I don't think I've ever gone a semester without yeah, skipping at I least once. I felt really man. good about that. That's incredible. I was, I was really close a number of times, mm -hmm. uh, but I didn't have that many classes. I didn't take a full load last semester. Mm -hmm. um, thank God, because when COVID hit, and I got fired from my job. I could straight chill forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but during uh, this whole COVID time, I've, I've very much also delved back into my, my writing, uh, which is kind of the thing. The thing that started it all was theater, was actually mm -hmm. choir. Um, let's, let's pause just for one second Okay. on that note, because a couple episodes back was an episode that Ethan and I did called theater boys, because we also, of course, got like right. theater for us as well was the gateway drug to creative expression. Um, and, uh, so I know that both me and you hold, uh, the stage in a very, very near and dear place in our yeah, hearts. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. But go on. Um, so it kind of started with choir in like middle mm -hmm. school, but I mm -hmm. didn't start really taking myself seriously as an artist until I got into high school and got into some pretty intense theater. Mm -hmm. um, but around the time I started getting intensely into theater, I also got really into like Allen Ginsberg, Edgar Allan Poe, uh, mm -hmm. and Robert Frost, three mm -hmm. poets of very different styles and, and like eras of poetry. Yeah. Um, and then I was just like, I was hooked. I've been hooked on poetry since then. Uh, so uh, some, like one of my side gigs is like, I, I try to write for journalism and try to get published in, in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been working on like poetry religiously since I was 15, 16. Mm -hmm. uh, and now I just, just wrapped up a couple of weeks ago um, a 100 day writing project. Nice. That was, you may have seen it, you might not. Um, I called I don't it think the I quarantine have. blog. Fuck yeah. Um, and I did it 100 days straight. I sat down at my computer and I wrote a blog mm -hmm. post. And it was mm -hmm. my first time like actually trying to do a blog. Um, and what a fucking time I chose to do it in, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I got fired from my job. Mm -hmm. So I considered that day one of quarantine. Mm -hmm. And then I started writing on day two. And then mm -hmm. I wrote for the next 100 days, ended the blog on day 101. Okay. Uh, and I missed a single day in the whole that's, thing. That's commitment, man. That is, I don't think people realize how difficult it is, especially, um, of course, you know, everybody is very, I think, emotionally and mentally busy right now. And some people right. are, like myself included, working at fucking a uh, grocery store uh, yeah. and stuff. And so uh, they're working me a whole bunch. So I am very busy in pretty much all regards, but um, that is a difficult thing to do. And I yeah, don't think people would easy. give it enough credit. Yeah. I kind of wanted to give up like day 50, but at that point I had committed to doing like 75. 
And then when mm-hmm. I got to 75, I was like, well, I got to It's 25 more days. Totally. I've already been doing it for 75. Uh, I can't stop. Nah. Um, so I didn't. Um, so then I finished that up. And during that time, I like fell back in love with all of my writing projects, like all the scripts I was mm-hmm. working on, all of the uh, little fucking like comics or jokes that I was writing. I just like dove back into everything. Uh, so I, I think my favorite of them all, because it's the only thing that's entirely self-dependent, is writing. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's probably the most artistically fulfilling is theater. Sure. Um, and the one that's the most fun is is music. Mm. I um, bet I because I always think about how much I would love to do music and and uh, and be in some sort of band. I do not know how to play any instruments. Just learn I, bass. Anyone can learn bass. Fuck yeah! I maybe I will, man. Let's we can do our own little EP sometime. I would fucking right. love to do that with you. You can just play on Doughboy's tracks, man. I need a bassist. Oh hell yeah! Hunter, Hunter doesn't want to do it anymore. Because <laughs> um, I love music very, very much. I've talked about it a lot on Supple Boys here, um, and I, I bet that would be super, super exciting. Uh, and what you're saying about theater be- being very fulfilling, I think, is because it, you know, it is such a time commitment. Yeah. Uh, on top of it being, if you're acting, of course, like we're right. kind of talking about, it is just a complete sort of emotional turnover to that where, cause you know, you're committing hours and hours of almost every single day for several right. months to being this character. Right. Yeah. And that can be very draining and, uh, frustrating and, uh, emotional just all together right. as I think a lot of art is, or at least should be. Um, but that, process in particular is a long haul to the final result yeah uh, it's really so. if you're doing theater you're doing theater man mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i i when i was doing the aforementioned stinko news i was also in a musical oh my god i failed you the mad two man. classes yep. that semester makes sense because i was like i was like i'm doing this show three times a week and then it fell mm-hmm. to two times a week and then it fell to once a week Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was like, I should get my grades up. And then I didn't. <laughs> uh, but I, when I was doing school and working and internet content and theater, like theater, I gave my all to it, man. Like I, my grades went down. I hurt myself in the kitchen at work all the time. Cause I was just like, so focused on the show that yeah. I was working on. Well, you have to, man, you absolutely yeah. have to, because when you're on stage, when all these people are sitting there watching you in the moment, like it's yeah. easy to pick up on, on some sort of missed a beat or on somebody that isn't fully committed. I think, uh, right. maybe not to some folks that are, I, I don't want to say less artistically trained or don't have like the eye quote unquote yeah. necessarily, but in general, the best pieces of live performance comes from like the energy that somebody can create in right. that room. And of course that will come, from from the director and from the costume and production designers of course because they are so 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 important to it but at i think at the end of the day if those performances are falling flat it's really hard to achieve costumes costumes uh, can't do much if if your actors aren't giving it you can have a a great costume but if, if you're giving a bad performance it doesn't matter and that's also one of the big things i think with uh student films is that everybody always gets just their 
their friend, their roommate yep. to be in the be in the fucking video, and that's one of the telltale signs of an amateur filmmaker. Uh, and then you have folks like Kyle Matchmate, who's a genius and cast both of a, us. A in god his and stuff Lord and, Almighty uh, himself, and I will never let him down <laughs> in my entire life. Fuck no, dude. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's it's super cool. And then writing, um, writing is a very very intimate sort of process yeah. i think especially if you're doing it by yourself i think um, well like i have projects where i i'm working with other people like yeah. i'm 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 writing some sketch some live sketch comedy uh mm-hmm. or I'm, I'm starting to with with a friend of mine uh who we've just like kind of spit some ideas back and forth uh in our friend's backyard once still staying six feet away mm-hmm. uh but so like having someone who I can spit ideas off of and like writing with Kristen on, on this show that we're working on is mm-hmm. like, if I didn't have that person to bounce off of my ideas, I'm, I'm sure would fall flat. Um, and this super secret project that I'm working on that maybe we'll be able to talk about someday. Uh, <laughs> I'm writing a movie with a friend of mine. Um, oh, fuck and like, if I was doing it alone, like, it just wouldn't simply wouldn't be as good. But then when I get into like my journalism and my poetry, it's like mm-hmm. having other people read it when I'm done is nice. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't, no one can ever read what I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, when no, it's that kind of stuff, because it's, I mean, it's just garbage from my mind. It needs to go through three edits before it can yeah. uh, be anything <laughs> decent other than of when course. I like get something right on the first time, which rarely happens. Rarely happens, but it does happen. And when it mm-hmm. does, Ooh, Cold Shit, does that feel, feel nice? <laughs> it feels super nice. Um, so it might actually, it might be, I think writing is the most self-fulfilling, mm-hmm. um, but theater might be my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you, you know, it's a team sport. You get to share right. in that moment with a lot of other people. And it, it just feels so good goddamn friends. good. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I've made my best friends through through doing theater or taking acting classes. And it makes sense because you're kind of forced to just be close with those yeah, people right? especially if uh if they are uh fellow actors if you're sharing yeah. the stage with them like you absolutely have to um and i think we've all uh, you know people who have done theater i think have probably been in a situation where they have to do uh, a show or maybe just a scene with somebody that they just do not click with and oh yeah every show i do boy, is that fucking difficult yeah. <laughs> that is hard no, it's um, never fun but that's but that's theater and that's acting. That's part of it. And uh, mm-hmm. honestly, it's kind of, that's, that's still part of the fun of it. Uh, oddly enough, I think is, is figuring all that out for yourself. Right. I agree. Hell yeah. And uh, we're talking about a little bit here about like getting reactions to stuff, which, uh, you know, in, in our day and age uh, where, you know, you put it out, on the internet and you know billions of people can see it and react to it in whatever way almost instantaneously uh you know for the longest time i would just be making stuff and i wouldn't even put it out uh because i wasn't confident in it or um i just knew that there was nobody there uh and uh that's super upsetting and that's hard um but also i value that stuff that i made because i think of course the more stuff you make, the better of yeah, the you become. Every it's single all, time. It's if you're all not practice. pushing yourself with everything that you're making yeah. at this age, it's like, you, I mean, at any age, you should always mm-hmm. be pushing and striving to, to get better with everything that you make, I think. Absolutely. And uh, so now with uh, now that we do have 
an audience. We have people that are watching or listening to the stuff uh, and are excited about it and are telling us that they like it. That has been probably the most important, like last sort of piece into me just diving headlong into, okay, well, this is obviously the thing that I have to do for the rest of my life and sure. commit myself to is, yeah. is, is just in general, the is art. And now it's time for another Micah, maybe Twitter draft. Um, so this one just says saved by the, Oh no, not saved by the bell. There's no bell. <laughs> What is there, Micah, instead of a bell? There's no bell. Prize. Peace prize. No bell's peace prize. No <laughs> one names bell peace prize. No one gets pieces of pie like bell, my friend bell. No one gets pie pieces like my friend bell who gets no pie from pie pieces pie piper. Thank you. <laughs> Go off, king. <laughs> Should I do another one? Absolutely. Okay. Um, let's find a good one. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. This one says, uh, if you dare give me bad news over a Zoom call, I will gut you. <laughs> over Zoom, of course. Yeah. Uh, this one just says, someone keeps saying war crimes instead of pork grinds. Why are these your drafts, Micah? Get them out there. I don't know, man. <laughs> I love thinking about, because I was off Twitter for a while. I had it in high school for like a minute, and then I got rid of it because I just fucking hated it. Um, and on then at Micah, but online. We'll plug it at the end. We'll get make sure you get all your handles in there. I'll forget. Um, uh and now being back on there because of course I kind of have to have a presence to plug the sure. shows and everything like that. Like it's pretty necessary at this point as an artist, you kind of have to have some form to connect with other folks. And that part's awesome. The worst part about Twitter, of course, is just the rest of Twitter. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, yeah, it's bad. It's a bad, bad it's, place. It's the worst environment, but you got to do it. And so like it. thinking about like tweeting, like I, usually don't tweet but then kind of thinking of a tweet kind of as a piece in and of itself uh i think is kind of interesting and is what makes me want to even do anything on there at all my tweets are art griffin that's what i'm saying <laughs> this one from april 23rd 2020 <laughs> happy birthday shakespeare and i guess my mom too because <laughs> it was my mom's birthday which is also shakespeare's birthday and now birthday, I'll get on Twitter. And, <laughs> and that will conclude Micah Maybe's Twitter drafts. Thank you, everybody. And I got one last thing I want to yeah. ask you about. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about how shit tier everything is right now. Yeah, um, me especially. And, and uh, so I want to say real, real quick, how has it been for you like during this time? How do you think this all this has kind of affected you creatively? Has it kind of has the the real world elements of it has they kind of have they inspired you more? Do you find yourself making stuff that is reflecting all of this or are you leaning more towards absolute escapism? Uh what would you say? Um I think it depends. 
uh, I think the quarantine blog itself was like 100%. It's here. Here are the numbers. This mm-hmm. is the the riots going on for the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Like here is the real world right now. And then every now yeah. and then I would write a piece that was essentially like an Aesop's fable. Aesop's fable. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever his that, those are called. <laughs> Aesop's fable. It's Aesop Rocky, Rocky doing. Fable. <laughs> That'd be so fucking good. Good bit. Uh, so that was very, very relevant. And then mm-hmm. a minute late is like, yeah, nonsense. You know, mm-hmm. it, it didn't like set out to be escapism, but I mean, if that's what you want to get from it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Absolutely. I would say, I think, um, yeah, it is, it is difficult. I don't know if it's a necessarily a black and white sort of answer as well. I think, uh, a lot of times I think I want to make a piece that is, that is commentary. Yeah. Uh, and then I go and I start like setting off to do that. And then I think, I don't want any more of what's happening. Yeah. I don't want to have to focus on what's, what's out there. Yeah. I, I want to make something, um, that can get people's minds off of it. And uh, yeah. the supple folks will know our friend Donnie Cates, who is a, a, a writer for Marvel. That's his sort of mission statement right now is, uh, is that is what he kind of sees his job as is uh, the man that is digging the holes away from the terrible fucking life sure. happening on the surface here. Um, and I'm, I'm all for that. I really don't think there's any wrong way to go about it, honestly. Um, so I don't know what's what's the so what's the message? The message is like what you like, and uh, please don't be a dick. Number two, especially. Yes. Number two, especially. Yes. You also like what I like, and don't be a dick. You know. <laughs> exactly. Mostly uh, just like me. Like I'm what you like. Don't be a dick. Opinions. And also, I think a part of that is dislike what you dislike, but don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's uh, so it's almost like there's a through line there, folks, and the huh. through line is just shut the fuck up. It just it's just, you're, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna nothing die. Matters. Just nothing matters. Just, you hear what they matters. say? You can you can walk around down all day screaming your goddamn gibberish, but at the end of the day, none of this matters. So what are you gonna do? You're gonna keep on going? No, you're gonna buckle down. You're gonna tie your shoes together. You're gonna trip over the next pothole you'll see. You're gonna go stumbling down, get lost forever. And you're gonna you're gonna listen to a podcast while you do it, or two. It falls a long time. <laughs> And with that, let's listen to Micah's super soothing vocals on that track. Aye, 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 aye. My cat's meowing at me. i 
Wow, Micah. Incredible work. I love Thanks. it. Uh, you can check out those songs on Spotify. Or Bandcamp. Uh, or Bandcamp. They will be, of course, uh, we're making a, a playlist of all the musical interludes featured on the show, so you can also Ooh. check it out in the Supple Boy Jams playlist on Spotify. Um, supple suggestions. It's time. Micah, this is just where we... Uh, just where we recommend uh, a movie tv show comic oh, great. poetry whatever whatever you got whatever you think you want other people to uh give their attention to the most right now i just want to have your audience know that you didn't prepare me for this i did not and i apologize i also have nothing i got nothing on the top of my head and it's fine because i can just edit all of it yeah oh you know what i have been watching lately there's two things that i've been focusing on lately Go ahead. Um, so I just finished Broad City, which might be the perfect television show. And the last oh, season damn. might be one of the best seasons of television I've ever had the pleasure of watching. Remind me who leads that. Um, it's uh, Abby and Alana. I don't remember their actual last names, but they okay. that's their, their names in real life and in the show. Okay. Um, but it's, it's these two Jewish girls who are just so mm-hmm. funny. Jewish girls in New York, you know, mm-hmm. um, an age old story. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, like it's the kind of show that could either in 10 years become super non PC or you look at it and you'd be like, Oh, that is, that still holds up to this day, but there mm-hmm. will be no in between. Um, Fuck yeah. but I think it's great. So I just finished that. Uh, and now I'm watching both. The Mandalorian on Disney mm. Plus and mm-hmm. Watchmen on HBO. Oh my God, Micah, you uh, you may or may not know we um, we've been talking about Watchmen a little bit on the show okay. because I had no idea. I have never read Watchmen. Um, really, which is crazy considering I want to write comic books. I know, yeah. I get it. Yes, you know what else? I actually haven't sat down and watched um, the actual just like. The Godfather. Uh, oh, I haven't seen The Godfather, brother. Don't worry. I've seen it on, like, I watched it on AMC, which is not watching it I've seen, <laughs> because it's I on think cable. It's the Godfather two that used to stream behind Casey Neistat during all of his YouTube vlogs. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So uh, yeah, that's a, all it's of seen. course, and both of those are seminal works in their field, right? Right. Uh, we're going to be doing a Watchmen episode very soon here. Um, actually, a couple of them where. Uh, we're going to talk about the comic and Zack Snyder's film and then the TV show. Yeah. Uh, so I only uh, ever got halfway through the comic and then it caught on fire. So rip. Yeah. That was super upsetting to hear about brother. How are you recovering? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that was one, that was the summer uh, that I, that I was up in Traverse city and, and we we met up and you're like, my fucking house burned down. I was like, yeah. holy shit. That was crazy, man. That was so nuts. Oh God. <laughs> we don't have to get into it, but it was, it was crazy. I tell the, yeah, I have a, imagine. there's a podcast out there where I tell the story. You can find it on one of my old YouTube channels, certainly. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing that soon. So I can't talk to you about Watchmen, but I can okay. talk to you about the Mandalorian. I'm not done with the Mandalorian yet. I'm about halfway through. I have two more episodes of Watchmen, but I'm about halfway through a Mandalorian. What are your thoughts so far? Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda is Yoda the best. Yoda small. Um, <laughs> it's fun. You know, I kind of equate it to 
It's about as good as season one of Jessica Jones. Mm. Also good. Yeah. So like Daredevil season one, top of those Marvel Netflix shows, then Luke Cage season one, then Jessica Jones season one, then Daredevil season two, Mm -hmm. then Invaders, Defenders, what are they? Defenders. Defenders, then fucking Chrissy Boy Iron Fist. (laughs) I think I would I would say I would definitely put Jessica Jones season one I think above Luke Cage one I think Luke I Ca- the, the first half of Luke so Cage much. season one is like fucking banger like Marshall Ali, Ali man yeah ridiculous uh but I was so like when they spoilers for Luke Cage season one <laughs> when they fucking kill him halfway through the season I was like I did oh, I forgot about damn. that <laughs> damn damn so and then the right. back half I thought was fine. Yeah. But for me, Jessica Jones season one, like start to finish, was just yeah. Really well, David Tennant, great. man, I'm I used to be a huge Doctor Who fan, mm. so like seeing David Tennant in anything mm-hmm. is the same. It's mm-hmm. like seeing Matt Smith in anything. I just love it, man. Anyway, those are my suggestions. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I like those. Um, let's see, my simple suggestion for the week, guys. Oh, Christ, I don't know. Let me just pull up my fucking Spotify playlist pants. and see what I've been listening to. Yours are pants. You want your audience to wear pants. Get out of your shorts. Get out of your tights. Get out of your sweats. Put pants on. You heard pants it here are first. good. Pants. The new way. Pants lounge. Hey, you know what else I would love if you guys wore is uh, face masks. Face uh, masks. I hear yeah, those are pretty my good. Other stuff. That's my answer now. <laughs> I hear those are pretty good for um, staying you know, alive. Um, staying alive. And uh, getting us out of this horrible, horrible time as quickly as we possibly can. And please stop coming to my town. Stop bringing your COVID asses here. Tourists, please don't. No tourism this summer. I know you want to. I know you want it to feel normal, but it's not normal. It's not. (laughs) We can't just force it into normalcy because that's going to make it even longer and harder for us to get So stay out of my roads. Stay out of my water. Stay out of my town. Please. I will stand at the entryway with a flamethrower and my left foot on fire and I will kick you away. You heard it here first, folks. Please stop. Please stop. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my suggestion for the week is going to be, uh, how about everybody sit down just watch a little Bobby Ross. I fucking love Bob Ross and I just bought uh, a book full of just little Bob Ross quotes and pieces by him. Uh, the fucking best. I love it. Also, I bought a super dope E.T. enamel pin. Mm. I love E.T. My recommendation is Steven Spielberg's E.T. Uh, uh, you'll, you'll, if you ever listen to the show, Michael, you'll know that most of my suggestions are just very popular things that everybody already is very aware of, but that I just want to say I fucking love. And that's Mine it. is Goodwill Hunting. Dope. <laughs> Good also, movie. Scott Pilgrim Volume 3 I just finished, finally. I read the first Ooh. two four years ago. Nice. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be. I think that'll be it. Uh, Spider-Man: Far Trimming From Home. Your toenails. I like that movie. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Warm hey. showers and then cold showers directly afterwards. Hey, Micah, thank you so much for being on this episode of Supple Boys with me. It has been a real honor to talk to you. It's been a lot of fun. I'm so glad that uh, we were able to do this and catch up yeah. a little bit and talk about be an artist and i know that uh, i think some people might kind of hear that and be like well it's it's pretty pretentious oh i'm so pretentious and it's like uh 
yeah, sure, if you want to fucking call it that. But in the same way that somebody who is a uh, an accountant or an athlete takes themselves seriously, I think for some reason there's some sort of stigma around taking yourself seriously uh, as an artist. Which because it all comes fucking, from your fucking brain, man, and some people all just can't hold up to that. <laughs> It's very abstract, and I think that scares yeah. people, and they don't understand it. But uh, and sure, maybe we'll look back on this and be like, "Wow, this is the most twenty-two-year-old thing we could have." Possibly oh, without a said. doubt, yeah, without exactly. a doubt, I'm so ready for it. That said, it's all part of the experience, brother. I look back at every project, and I cringe. Hey, every time, everybody does. It's part of the part of the process. Um, P of the P. Plug all your stuff. What do you want to plug right now, real quick? What okay. are your handles everywhere? Instagram, Micah, maybe, M A B E Y. Twitter, Micah, but online. Uh, YouTube, Micah, maybe. Follow my photo work with Kristen at Harpstar, H A R P E underscore S T A R on Instagram. Uh, I had a TikTok and then I deleted it. Um, <laughs> I find I'm in the water sometimes. So if you clap your hands three times, dip your big toe in on your right foot, your big toe in on your left foot, I may just maybe come out of nowhere and throw eggs at you. Interesting. So just try that out next time you're alone at the beach. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you guys all know me. My name's Griffin Sheridan. I'm one of two supple boys. You can find me at Griff Sheridan on Twitter. And, of course, we're doing two other shows, Stegman and His Amazing Friends for Ryan Stegman and uh, Devil's Advocates Book Club for Donnie Cates. Follow those at Stegman Show, at Supple Boys on Twitter. Um, And now... Oh, I also have Micah But Worse is my comedy uh, Instagram. You can find some stuff there. Hell yeah. Well... And watch A Minute Late, my new show. Please. Please. Sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, that was a great interview. It was difficult to stay silent that entire time. I had to hold my breath. You you know, you really didn't have to. Well, I guess we'll close out the show a little early. Um, good night, folks. See you next week. Like what you like. Don't be a dick, you know? Hmm. <sighs> It's the post show. Hell yeah. And as we always do in the post show, let's both take a sip from the the post show tea that I've prepared for us. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, it's piping hot. Thank you. Mm, Earl Grey this week. Mm. Very nice. We'll just quietly drink our tea and reflect on the great podcast that we just did, as we always do. Hey man, this tea tastes metallic. Does it taste metallic to you? It tastes metallic to me. It's, it's probably just the Earl Grey. Nah, it tastes fucking bad. And I feel bad. But, like, not the kind of bad that I always feel. This is a different kind right. of bad. Like, the room is spinning bad. Yeah, fuck, I feel that. Are we Are we getting drugged right now? Fuck. What the hell? Where are we? Uh, big spooky castle. 
that's perfect for a Spooky Boys episode. Let's make more content! Content is on hold. We straight up got drugged and kidnapped. Yes, you did! You did straight up get drugged and kidnapped. The fuck is this? Allow me to introduce myself. I'm Dr. Intro. Dr. Podcast Intro. I initially teased my appearance in the opening of episode 7 of Supple Boys, The Tale of Bobby Burns. I then returned for an end of episode sting at the end of your previous episode, and now I'm finally here with you, the Supple Boys. Man, we really gotta start listening back to these episodes after we do them. Apparently, weird supervillains are making cameo appearances. Did you know yeah. about this? No. Listen! I've been plotting for decades in service of this moment, and finally, here we are. Decades? You see, I'm from the future. Perhaps I'm one of you from the future, or perhaps I'm a spurned fan who- Ethan, he's you from the future. Wait, what? Now, ho hold on a second. He's me from the future? How can you tell? Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, look at him. Like, he looks like a wrinkly old you with a lab coat and goggles and shit. Oh shit, you're right. I, I really wanted to delay that reveal, but yes, I'm you from the future, Ethan. From a very sad and desperate future, and I'm back to make things right. What happens to us in the future? Yeah, what, do we become, like, YouTube video essayists or something? Heed the tale of the supple boys. You two ride high for years, your podcasts explode in popularity, your comics writing takes off, you begin expanding even more. Eventually, you two team up for your biggest and most important project of all, the movie that saves the world. I figured we'd end up in a Bill and Ted thing eventually. You two write the greatest screenplay the world has ever seen, a film adaptation of the obscure Marvel Comics character, The Looter. Oh my god. Oh my god, yes. You sell it to Kevin yes. Feige for a hundred billion dollars. And when the movie releases, it saves the world. It ends all international conflicts. It unites the world into one people. Does it stop COVID? No, no, that keeps going. But you boys bring about world peace through your immaculate work of art. Looter. The motion picture. Wow. That's amazing. Griffin, we're gonna save the world. I wasn't finished. One hundred billion dollars changes people. When you boys make that deal with Kevin Feige, it begins not only the end of your partnership, but the end of the greatest friendship the world had ever known. Nah, man. Not even that much money could do that. Shut the fuck up, Griffin! The meltdown is your fault! In the future, you turn against me and take everything from me, so now, here I am, to remove the problem at the root. I'm here to kill you. No, you can't. If you kill Griffin now, then we can never write the movie that saves the world. Oh, dear Ethan, I've thought of that. I have in my lab coat here the screenplay for Looter, the motion picture. You will take this and you will claim credit as the sole writer of the film that saves the world. Alright, this is fucked up. Let us out of here, asshole. I'm afraid I can't do that. 
I'm going to kill you, Griffin. But it's also important to the timeline that the podcast keeps going, so I engineered a couple of replacement supple boys for that exclusive purpose from some mangled corpses I stitched together. I pulled off some real Frankenstein shit here. Look, they're right behind this curtain, see? God, ah, they're all fucked up and clammy and dead-eyed. What the hell? Yes, they turned out less than perfect. Their personalities aren't quite right either. That's why I've taken to calling them the anti-supple boys. Not super catchy. I went for accuracy, but they kind of ended up your opposites in every way. For example, anti-Griffin. I have no interest in Star Wars. I didn't study film, I studied chairs, the opposite of film. I have a bottom knot nestled between my legs. Yeah, an anti-Ethan. I'm short. So yeah, they're not perfect clones, but they'll do just fine to keep the podcast up and running for the foreseeable future once the real Griffin is dead. We don't want to do the podcast. We hate podcasting. Wow, they really are our opposites. The real Griffin and I love podcasting more than anything in the whole wide world. I am your god. I created you. You will do the podcast. We're going to do the opposite of podcasting. We're going to go have dignity. Where the hell do you two think you're going? Stop right there! I demand you stop! We should utilize this moment of blinding rage and distraction to overtake him. Yeah, sounds good. Hey! Get off of me! Stop it! Pull his lab coat. My plan has gone to hell! He's making a run for it! Quick, grab some of those decorative swords off the castle walls! He's on top of that giant escape blimp, come on! It's too late, supple boys. I made it to my escape blimp. If you want to stop me, you'll have to have a really cool sword fight on top of this rising blimp. That's okay, we'll do it. Dr. Podcast Intro, where did you even get a sword? You're disarmed, Dr. Intro. There's nowhere left to run. No, but there is somewhere left to gun! Griffin! No! <laughs> I had a gun this whole time! A gun and a sword? Goodbye, Griffin! Stay with me. (coughs) On your left. Griffin. Oh my god, you're awake. What did you say, though? I didn't hear you. (coughs) What? Left. (laughs) On your left. Like. The fuck are you saying? (coughs) Like in Captain America. (coughs) Winter Soldier, dude. On your. Oh my god. I'm coughing up so much blood. (coughs) Fuck yeah. This is just, <coughs> dude. This is just like Logan. 
Yeah, you got shot like a hundred times. You're lucky to be alive. <laughs> Did we get Dr. Intro? No. He's still out there. And I get the feeling that he'll be pulling us into narrative shenanigans every ten episodes or so. Damn. Then we lost. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Because in our struggle, I managed to get this. The screenplay for The Looter, the motion picture. Tell me. 